And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, June 21st edition. Hope everybody had a good weekend, good Father's Day weekend, watch some uh, some baseball, some John Ron winning the U.S. Open, all that good stuff. Fun sports week, yes, yet again, basketball playoffs. Now we have the conference finals set. Those have been wild as well. So all kinds of good stuff there. Hope you guys have a great weekend. You can check me out on Twitter at BDendrick. If you want to get in the free Fantasy DGN Slack chat, just give me your email. Lots of fun stuff happening over there. Also, if you're a season-long fantasy baseball player, the Ben for Bubba podcast is a fun one for you. Coming twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays usually with Bat Flip Crazy, Bubba and the Bat Flip. Thursdays with a special guest at all times. So last week we had Toby and uh, Brock from Nest Monster. So go check out all that good stuff to get you ready for your season-long fantasy stuff. And then if you're into PGA DFS, the always pressing PGA DFS podcast, we'll get you clicking there. But we have a six-game Monday slate. We're going to get you in. We're going to get you out on this one. Super quick, super simple. Uh, watch the weather as it's going to be warm and wind blowing out in Camden between uh, Baltimore and the Astros. So that'll be a fun one. Yeah, wind blowing in from left and Wrigley between the Indians and the Cubs. And then other than that, really nothing too crazy to worry about. So you should be pretty good on those. Totals in the games, Astros, Orioles, 10. Indians, Cubs waiting because of Wrigley. A's, Rangers, 8.5. Reds, Twins, 9.5. Brewers, D-backs, 9.5. Dodgers, Padres, 6.5. So you have three totals, 9.5 higher. Indians will be a lower. Indians Cubs will be a lower because of the wind. So you have a couple low ones, eight and a half, kind of in the middle. So that's where you're going to be looking for your stacks. You get three totals that are very, very high. Going to be some popular spots to attack. But first, let's look at pitching on this slate. You got one guy over 10K as you, Darvish, at $10,200 at home against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Darvish will ignore the Colorado start. He's 24.8, 18.4, 8.5, 23.6 in his last four starts. He has thrown. Um, only he threw five innings in Colorado, but seven, five and a third, five and seven. So the distance has been an issue of late. Strikeouts have been there, five or more Ks in every start, but he's been a little up and down to say the least. He gets Los Angeles Dodgers, potent offense. We know this quite a bit. Erupted in um, in Arizona, and they're striking out less than twenty percent of the time over the last three weeks for his left-handed pitching with a one seventy-four ISO and a one twenty-three WRC plus. So if you want to go, you Darvish. We know the ceiling for you Darvish is tremendous. There's no sugarcoating that. But I think I'm going to pass tonight. I'm going to save some cash and go elsewhere. I think one of the best GPP contrarian plays tonight at pitcher is Tyler Marley, $9,800 at the Minnesota Twins. I'll explain why once I'm done talking about some other pitchers. But Marley at 98 is my top contrarian option. He has 28 or more DK points in three of his last four starts. He has 17 or more in five straight starts. He's thrown six or more innings in three straight starts. Two runs or less with a three. He has six or more Ks. In four straight starts, the ground ball to fly ball ratio has been pretty successful, especially in the games he dominates. And then he gets the Minnesota Twins, who are striking almost 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching right now, hitting 229. They do have a 191 ISO, so lots of pop, but only a 93 WRC plus. If they're keeping the ball in the ballpark, which Molly can do from time to time as he locates that sinker, things are good. We get a slider working, going to be very good. 17, 18 plus points. He's 9800 bucks. You want way more than that, obviously. We've seen the 28-plus ceiling we talked about in three of his last four. But it's going up against Minnesota, and there's a couple other options that people are going to flock to on the slate. So I think people will pay up for Darvish, which we're not going to on this show. And then the next guy we're going to talk about will be mighty popular. So Molly's going to be wedged in there virtually unowned. I think it's a phenomenal, phenomenal GPP play at 9800 bucks. The guy that everyone's going to want, and for good reason. Like, if you're playing cash, you start with Frankie Montas. If you want to play him in GPPs, you still can play Frankie Montas. There's nothing wrong with that at all. He's 9400 bucks 
at the Texas Rangers. Montas appears to have figured it out. He's got 20 or more DK points in four of his last five starts, uh, six or more innings in three of his five. He's given up two run runs or less in um, – I'll say three and runs or less in three straight starts. Uh, seven or more Ks in four of his last five. That's the big thing. The strikeouts are there. Ground ball to fly ball in the last three games, seven to two, seven to six, ten to five. That's what you want to see. He's getting close to 100 pitches in every start. And he's going up against the Texas Rangers offense that you can definitely exploit. Striking out 23% of the time, 224 average, 130 ISO, 82 WRC plus for his right-handed pitchers. So you can definitely look to exploit the Texas Rangers. Montas is in a great spot. He's probably the best pitcher with matchup on this slate for paying up potential. Great cash game play. Definitely can be used in tournaments. Probably going to be very popular. That's my only thing. That's why I mentioned Tyler Molle as one of the best GPP pivots on the slate because I think he goes unknown between Darvish and Montas. Montas, to me, I'd still rather have Montas over Molle matchup and everything, and you're saving 400 bucks. But if you want to be contrarian, you go Tyler Molle. So something to think about. Julio Urias, I'm going to pass. San Diego has been just struggling at the dish. And over the last three weeks, striking out 21.5% of the time versus lefties hitting 223, 187 ISO, 80 WRC+. plus. They're struggling. And for Daniel Tatis Jr., he might be out again on Monday. He's got the shoulder issue again. He's supposed to be playing on Monday. He might be out. So something to keep in mind. But my thing with Urias, it's not that he's not a good pitcher. He has no ceiling. Like, if you want to use Urias in cash, okay, fine. Floor's there. He's going to get you about 15-plus points. There's no ceiling. Five and a two-thirds, six, five, five, six. Um, six and two thirds. He did a seven in there. Five and he, earlier he was doing good, but those seven innings games, no more than ninety pitches. Still, he threw ninety six pitches in his last outing for five and two thirds innings. He limits the damage. I'll give him that. He's got five strikeouts and four straight starts, so not a huge, huge strikeout upside guy. But they're there. There, it's just there's no ceiling right now. He's like one massive game. The rest are kind of they're good. They're really good, but not ninety one hundred dollar good. I'd rather have Montas. I'd, I'd rather have Molly for seven hundred more. Um, because I know at least Molly is going to go 100 pitches or so. He's going to go six plus innings if he's on. Where Urias, we just don't know. They're going to limit him. So if you want to go Urias, you can. I'd prefer him in cash, like a Montas Urias combo in cash. He gives you a very good floor. I just don't know if Urias gives you the ceiling he can give you. So that's where I'm at on those guys. Like I want Montas, I want Molly in this 9K and above range. Adbert Alzalek coming off the IL. Uh, he had the blister issue. He's supposed to be good to go through a bullpen session. Everything's good. He was outstanding prior to that injury, 20 or more DK points. in it. He basically has the same ceiling, actually maybe a higher ceiling than Urias for 200 less in a much better pitching environment against the Cleveland Indians, a much worse offense. He must have been no hit twice. But the, I'll give Cleveland this much. They're striking out 20% of the time of late, 282 average, 163 ISO, 113 WRC+. Plus. So their bats are waking up a little bit. Still the Cleveland Indians, still Albert Osley, who we see be very, very good. If he's good to go, if all reports say, hey, he can go back to throwing full go like he was before the blister, I like him a lot at 8,800 bucks in this matchup. Something we'll have to monitor. Other than that, I'm not going Savali. We talked about it on the show. He's either all or nothing. The Cubs offense has been cold. I'll agree with you there. It's been very, very cold. But still, and they're striking out 28% of the time over the last three weeks, hitting 188, but they do have a 237 ISO and an 85 WRC+. plus. So it's home runs or strikeouts pretty much for the Cubs, first right-handed pitching. So if you want to go Molly at 85, he's in play in tournaments. I would not use him in cash because it is literally all or nothing with him. 2.7, 42, 13, 0.9, 27, 28, 12, 23, 4. Like it is all or nothing with, with uh, Savali. Massive pitch to contact when he's not striking guys out. His last few games, 2Ks, 11, 4, 1. That's not going to cut it. So he's 8,500 bucks in a tournament. If you want to go to Savali and hope the Cubs stay ice cold and the wind helps you out, sure, I'm going to pass. 
You can go Kyle Gibson if you want. Hope he gets you 12, 13-plus points. A's offense is very, very hot. I'll say that much. Striking out 20.6% of the time, hitting 271 with a 189 ISO and a 127 WRC plus for trying to pitch in over the last three weeks. That is outstanding. Uh, they're swinging it really, really well. Kyle Gibson is the only cheap guy I like, though. So if you want to go there, great. Otherwise, you pay up and we get some cheap bats. So again, Tyler Molly, phenomenal GPP play. Montas, GPP in cash, top play on the slate, most likely, best matchup, etc. Urias is good in cash. Alzale is very, very intriguing. Uh, in GPPs, and so is Savale. Like I could see a, a Tyler Molle Alzale one-two punch being super unique. I feel like I want to have some Montas for sure, but that's one way to differentiate things for sure. All right, let's go to the bats on this six-game slate. Catcher's position. There's going to be tons of offense like we talked about. You could go to Armour Baez at 44, but we'll save some cash. We'll target some of the big dogs here in this one. You got the likes of uh, Stevenson versus Happ at 37. Nice right-handed back there from Stevenson. He's hit in the middle of that order for Cincinnati versus the lefty. He's $3,700. Uh, Ryan Jeffers versus Molly. Probably not going there tonight. But uh, farther down, Pedro Severino went deep on Sunday. He's 2800 versus Odorizzi. Uh, Martin Maldonado is 27 versus Aiken. That's another nice value for you. So a couple to look at there in the, the Severino and uh, Maldonado side of things for uber, uber cheap at catcher. Otherwise, you can pay up for the Stevensons of the world. If you really want to pay up Sean Murphy's 3300 bucks, not expensive, really great. So he's been crushing baseballs. It's Kyle Gibson. Though. Like I respect Gibson. I think Oakland could be super contrarian if you want to try to go that route. First base position, you got Matt Olson, who's homered in every game in Yankee Stadium the last couple of days. He has uh, 13 or more. No, he didn't homer on Saturday. My bad. He homered on Friday and um, Sunday. He has 13 or more DK points in four straight starts. The dude is just mashing everything under the sun right now. He's 57 versus Gibson if you want to do it. I'm not going to hate it. If you want it, go for it. But I respect Gibson enough to not go crazy. You got Mancini who double-donged on Sunday, 5200 bucks. Really nice spot there. But Guriel versus Lefty in a great hitter's environment at 47. Sign me up on that one. I don't mind Joey Votto versus Hap because I think Cincinnati is a great stack. And Votto will make you different in that stack because most will go to the right-handed bats versus Hap. Hap's just bad, period. He shouldn't go deep in the game. Votto at 45 would be a contrarian piece of that stack. You got Ryan Mountcastle, first base outfit eligible at 41. He triple donged on Saturday, so that was nice. Um, you mentioned Stevenson earlier. You can get cheaper, though. If you want to go after Brett Anderson, who he just – he he cucked us all on his last start. 32 DK points against the Reds, but uh, he's not good. So you can go Christian Walker at 36 if you want to be super contrarian. I do like some D-backs tonight. I'm not sure Walker is my guy as he is, has not woke up since getting his injuries, but um, not a lot of other value below below um, Walker if you're uh, looking for some at 3600 bucks, It's pretty much Mountcastle at 41, and then you go up at the first base position is where I'm kind of circling the wagons right now. Um, we will. I'll get back to your pitchers uh, at the end. I'll recap them. Yes, I did talk about tournament pitchers, but I'll recap those for you at the end. Uh, second base position, you got Altuve at 55, hitting everything, gets a lefty, great environment. Phenomenal play. Like, there's no sugar. There's a reason he's the top price second baseman. Uh, Fifty five hundred bucks. That's really, really an elite play in that uh, in that matchup. He should have a monster game. Uh, Jonathan India at five K leading off. He's he's priced up. He's quieted down a little bit after that red red hot start that he had. Once he started leading off, still been productive. Still putting up double digits almost every other day. So five K if you're stacking up Cincy, you can definitely put some India in your life. But uh, like Colton Wong back from the aisle, he's forty seven. Had a big big uh, Saturday and Sunday. In uh, Coors, so Colton Wong at 47 looks good. Luis Urias is swinging a really good bat. He's second base, third base at 43. 
If you want to save some cash on Colton Wong, but still get some Milwaukee exposure, that's a cheap way to do it at second base. Other than that, though, Tony Kemp, I just keep playing him. He's up to 31 now. He's not $2,800 anymore. Second base outfit eligible against Kyle Gibson. Really good value in that matchup. And then if Pat Valeka is in the Baltimore lineup, he's usually in a good spot in the lineup when he's in. If he cracks the lineup, he's 2400 bucks versus uh, Jacob Rizzi. I wouldn't be shocked if Valeka has a big day. Like The Orioles are a phenomenal stack, a very, very good stack against a very bad pitcher in Oda Rizzi. Third base, J-Ram missed the weekend after fouling the ball off his foot. See, he's supposed to be back Monday, but we'll see. He's 58 for Salisley. I'm probably going to just pass on that one. And go down guys like Matt Chapman if you're stacking in Oakland. Chapman's on fire. He's 4,700. Um, Luis Urias talked about him at 43. I like that. If you want to go Eduardo Escobar versus Anderson at 44, I don't hate it. I, I like him more than Christian Walker. Let's put it that way. But it's like you got, you got Eugenio Suarez, who mashes left-handed pitching. He's been struggling. There's no sugarcoat now. He's really been struggling. But he's 3900 bucks. Like against the left-handed pitcher at J.A. Habs caliber, which is just not good. Um, Eugenio hasn't he hit one home run in his last ten games. He's not playing great. There's no no sugarcoating it. But thirty nine hundred bucks is a really good spot there in your Cincy stacks. So keep him on your list. Um, as Drupal Cabrera's thirty four. If you want to be a little contrarian there, I don't hate it. Uh, the other guy I would like to go to. I'm just trying to find where his price. They still haven't. Man, they lowered his price. Abraham Toro's twenty one hundred bucks versus the lefty Aiken. That sh- he should be in every cash lineup you have, just for the value alone. Since he started for the injured Alex Bregman, two for four with two runs and a home run, thirty points. One for two with a walk, five points, which is fine at his price point. And then on Sunday he went four for five with a run, a ribby, and sixteen points. He's hitting. He's in a very very potent lineup. A potent lineup that should probably have a team t- total five to six. Somewhere in there on on Monday. So Abraham Toro is only twenty one hundred bucks. He's a cash game lock, and he's a phenomenal play. Period. Like on this slate, so that's a, that's a massive value if you want to go there. Uh, shortstop position: Tatis injured his shoulder. He's supposed to be back on Monday as well. I'm going to pass, but if you want to get really contrarian at fifty four, you can. Correa at forty eight, great spot for Aiken. If you are fading Tyler Molle, Jorge Polanco is forty six hundred. But uh, similar to Urias at second base, third base for Milwaukee. Willie Adamas has been just crushing it since coming over to uh, to Milwaukee. Had a big weekend in Coors. He's $4,300. He's a nice value. If you're fading uh, Brett Anderson, Josh Rojas at 41 is a good one. Gavin Lux at 39 versus Darvish. But you got Freddie Galvis, another Oriole, only 3600 versus Odorizzi. He's someone who can get super, super cheap uh, in that match. It could be a good cash game value as well. There's really no punts at uh, the shortstop position. The best punt so far is Toro by far. That's like the, the big, big punt on this one, but you're, you're probably paying up at shortstop this evening. Outfield position, we'll have all kinds of fun here. You know, you got Winker versus Lefty, not ideal, but you can use them at 56. Uh, you got Jordan Alvarez at 5K, but Cattell Marte at 49 is a very good one versus Brett Anderson if you're looking for that um, Arizona action. Buxton returned. He's, he went deep on Sunday, so that's nice to have Byron Buxton back in our lives. He's uh, He hit safely in both games since his return, 5 points, 21 points. He's forty eight hundred bucks versus Molle. I like Molle, but if you want to attack him, he's he'll give it up from time to time. Minnesota's been cold, but if you want to you want to go with a contrarian Minnesota stack, you can definitely go there. Uh, Mark Conn has been very very good. He's forty seven versus Gibson, but Cedric Mullins only forty six hundred bucks. Phenomenal spot, monster weekend, double donged on Friday and Saturday. He's forty six hundred bucks versus Rizzi leading off. You definitely want to go there. Castellanos only forty five versus Lefty. Yes, please. Uh, if you are stacking. Milwaukee, Avis, so Garcia is only 44. 
someone to also keep an eye on. Uh, Ramon Laureano's back. He's 44 versus Gibson. So some nice values there, but 45 for Casty and uh, 46 for Mullins. Outstanding. Outstanding price points. Mount Castle at 41. Talked about him earlier. Keep an eye on Kyle Tucker. He's been out on the COVID IL. He's been working out Saturday and Sunday, so he should be back hopefully any day now. So if you can get a 4K Tucker in Baltimore, I like that quite a bit. Uh, you got Michael Brantley at 39. It's another nice value, though, for the Houston Astros. Alex Kirilov's 37 versus Molly. If you need to get a little weird there, don't completely hate it. Uh, Will Myers is a nice contrarian play versus Urias at 36. Myers mashes left-handed pitching. Then there won't be much Padres ownership on this slate versus Urias. I'm not going to full stack them, but if you want to be contrarian, like a one-off and get some value out of it, Will Myers is 36, and we know he can give you a double dong, which he did, I believe, on Friday night. So something to keep in mind there. You got Santander at 33 against Odorizzi as a value play. Chaz McCormick, if he's in the Houston lineup, he's only 31 versus Aiken. That's a nice power play. Mentioned Tony Kemp at 31 earlier. Harold Ramirez double-donged on Saturday. He's 3K as a value. Austin Hayes is 3K as a value as well. So lots of nice value coming on here. Hayes off the IL. Um, he's gone over. He went over on Sunday. Didn't play on. Didn't start on Saturday. Prior to that, though, 15 and 14 points. So he's slowly getting it going since coming off the IL. He's $3,000. Trevor Larnock's been hitting third, even with Buxton and Kepler back. So he's 29 Against Molle, I mentioned Kepler's back. He's 29. Luis Arias, second base outfit eligible, has been kind of hitting the top of Minnesota's lineup also. He's 29. So you got three twins at 2900 bucks if you want to attack Molly and get some value. And again, not must plays, but they're there for value if you're looking for them. Same with Jackie Bradley Jr. It's not like he's only a GPP play and only if you want a massively weird Milwaukee stack. He's 2700 bucks if you need that guy. But Miles Straw at 26, it's the Houston value. We talked about it the last like three or four days on this show. You got Toro at 21. You got McCormick at 31. You got Miles Straw at 26. You got Maldonado at 27. You can wrap that around with Altuve at 55, and it's no big deal. Like You can really be different by not taking all the big pieces of Houston. You can go literally Toro, Straw, Maldonado, and Altuve and be just fine. If you want to throw Brantley in there, you can do that. He's not that expensive at 39. So you can get, you can get a big piece of Houston. And not be uh, completely chalky either. DJ Stewart's twenty six hundred bucks. Good tournament play versus Odorizzi if he's in the lineup. A guy to keep an eye on there. I got Josh Reddick. I mean, Josh. yeah, it is Josh Reddick at twenty four versus Anderson. That's one to look at. Bradley Zimmer's been slowly hitting twenty one hundred bucks. Not not running to play that by any means, but could be a, like a super punt if you needed it. And uh, that's about it in the outfield that I'm seeing on this one. Yeah, I guess Celestini's gone too. All right, recapping your pitching real quick on this one. Again, you, Darvish, pass. I'm going to pass on that one. Your top tournament play, to be super contrarian, is Tyler Molly at 9800 bucks. I love that a lot because everyone's going to want Darvish or they're going to want Montas. Montas is the best play at 9400 bucks. He's a cash game lock. He's a great tournament play. Like, if you want to go Molly Montas, totally fine with that. I think Montas is great. I think Molly is a great pivot off of all of that. Urias is cash game only because he just doesn't have the ceiling for me. If he, if he puts the ceiling up, so be it. You'll win your cash games. I just don't see it in tournaments. Uh, Owls, I'd rather have Owsley in tournaments for $200 less and roll the dice with Owsley in a better environment against a better team to pitch against than Urias. I take Owsley over Urias on Monday night. Other than that, if you want to punt Gibson, you can. That's an angle. Um, question from the, the chat here. Cartoons and Serial asks, Baltimore bottom three versus righties, though. Um, they have struggled. Let me check for you here. Um, they're hitting 249 with a 186 ISO and a 
five WRC plus versus righties over the last three weeks. That's pretty good. It's above average. They're hitting very good for trying to pitching. You got Mullins. You got Mullins double dong two days in a row. Mount Castle had three dongs on Saturday. Mancini double donged on Sunday. So these boys are they're heating up. Plus Camden is live right now. Wind blowing out. It's going to be ninety degrees at first pitch. Balls will be flying out of there. Total of ten in that game. Baltimore is very very good. So you got your pitchers that we like on this one. Stack wise, you want to game stack Houston and Baltimore. I talked about the back end stack of Houston. Obviously, the big dogs are in play with Correa, Jordan, and whatnot. But if you want to be different, you take some of that back end play. And that Toro at twenty one hundred bucks is really really nice, really really nice. But uh, Baltimore, love them. We love Baltimore on the show. Mullins is phenomenal. One of my favorite players on the entire slate. And then see what the lineup looks like. You can get Valleca value. You can get Galvis value. You can get the power of Mancini, Mountcastle. DJ Stewart could be a GBP value. Wait and see what the lineup looks like and kind of build around that. But Mullins, Mullins is a must for me. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mentioned DJ Stewart as a GBP play at $2,600 already, James. Big fan of that as well. Uh, so stack in Houston, Baltimore is phenomenal. Should be very popular. So that's why you want to be – you can still use it. He's got to be a little different. Talked about that on the last episode of Bench with Bubba with Brockness Monster. It wasn't all season long. We had a big chunk of single entry GPP talk in that for DFS. So I recommend checking that out. Bench with Bubba, episode 379. A few other stacks here. I think Oakland can be a nice contrarian one versus Gibson. It's just with Gibson, he doesn't get blown up. And that's the frustrating part. He'll give up, you know, three runs, maybe four from time to time. Doesn't get blown up enough. But if you can get to the Texas bullpen, that's the kicker. So Oakland could be one of those really sneaky stacks. Not in love with it like I've been in previous episodes, but could be sneaky, especially with Matt Olson. The way he's hitting the baseballs, Tony Kemp super cheap. So it could be an angle for you there. Um, you got Cincinnati versus Hap in love with that. Castellanos is a must first lefties. Suarez is cheap. Tournament only with Suarez, but he's cheap. And then you kind of build around that and see what uh, pops up in those lineups. Like Votto's contrarian, but Stevenson's not a bad cheap catcher in that mix and whatnot. Milwaukee, Arizona is the other potential game stack, but they're still tilting. I want to be on the Milwaukee side. I mentioned Urias. Wong, Adamas, kind of the value plays you can make there. You got to have a Garcia too, if you want to. Size Kelly's just not good, and then Arizona's bullpen is atrocious. So Milwaukee, as long as they don't have the Coors hangover, they should be able to put up five six runs easy in that ball game. Arizona on the flip side against Brett Anderson, I could even see you using Brett Anderson in a tournament as a punt if you want, just because he figured it out his last start. But how much did he figure out? That's the million dollar question. Arizona's offense is just that dreadful. That's the difference. Arizona's offense is that bad. Um, they have an 89 WRC plus for the last ten, uh, over the last three weeks first lefties, but they're not striking out a lot. So that's something to keep in mind. And then I'm, I'm not stacking LA or San Diego. So my main stacks that Baltimore Houston game, love it. I prefer the Baltimore side. I like them both a lot. Prefer the Baltimore side because Odorizzi is really really bad. Um, so if I had to pick one side, I'd take Baltimore. Love the game stacks, especially that value with Houston we talked about. Love Cincinnati, Oakland contrarian. That Milwaukee, Arizona is pretty good as well. So it should be a fun six-game slate for you guys. Hope everybody enjoys it. Check me out on Twitter at BDNTrick. If you want to get in the Fantasy DJ and Slack chat, just hit me up. We'll get you up in there. Check out Bench with Bubba. Check out my written content at rotoballer.com and the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast. Be back with you guys on Monday on that one. But for now, this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, June 21st edition. I'm out. <laughs>